on, everybody? Welcome to a new edition of the DNA Show. I'm here with my co-host, as usual, Anthony Wilson. And we also have a very special guest today, the amazing Lucas. Amazing Lucas, what's going on? What's going on, guys? It's a pleasure to be on the show. Thanks for the invitation. Thanks for coming on, Lucas. Now, um, I'm, yeah, uh, you know, we, we've known Lucas for a long time, since high school. Uh, you know, I don't know if people are familiar with the young man C.J. Pearson. Lucas, you know that guy, the young, the young black conservative, he's like 16, and he's like a... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, basically, Lucas was the first C.J. Pearson, because all, <laughs> all the way back at, at, when we were in high school, you know, mostly minorities at the school, and everybody thought Lucas was just like a troll or whatever. He just liked being controversial. When in reality, like he was just he was ahead of his time. Like he was just he just knew what he was talking about before you know most kids understand. So, but Lucas, what I want to know is, what was it that made you a conservative? Like, what was what is you know where did, where did that come from? Well, I, I just grew up around it. You know, my mom, father, like a, just the family. It was it was just you know indoctrinated into me. Okay. And then it came to that point in time, which I think, you know, everyone goes to where you start to question the stuff that you were raised with. Mm-hmm. And I was always uh, very much pragmatic and logical. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just, you just, the truth is, uh, <laughs> the truth is just, it's, it's interesting because the truth is actually stranger than fiction. Yeah. And when you start looking at the facts and the data of, of, you know, of when it comes to poverty or, you know, any of the, the narratives that are going out there, the facts just aren't behind it. Mm-hmm. And after seeing so many people who have come from nothing and are millionaires or billionaires, like I was watching this one kid that uh, actually bought his program where he was 16 and basically he's a millionaire. And he did it all through e-commerce online. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, if that's possible, he's a black kid. I'm like, and he had the same the same ideology of, you know, if you put in work, you put in the time and effort consistently, uh, then obviously you're gonna reap the rewards. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I got that same that same uh, ideology just with with fitness, honestly, mm-hmm. because you know I was skinny and I kept working out and working out and slowly I got bigger and bigger. But it was through consistency and hard work. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. I try to overlap that with with my general lifestyle. Okay. Yeah, me and Wilson, uh, after high school, we got bigger and bigger, but in the wrong ways. <laughs> we just, uh, but we all, just... seriousness, all seriousness, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy because we have two black guys and a Hispanic guy, and we all are Trump supporters. So it's kind of crazy because I get what you're saying. You know, my parents came with nothing illegally in the 80s, and they became U.S. citizens. They own a few properties. My mom owns her own business. So it's like, you know, she never she never had welfare. She never had WIC. Like, she never had any of that. But yet they were able to, you know, become very successful. And they never used any excuses, you know, as to why they, they couldn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, but... Um... So Lucas, uh, I saw you know Lucas is a guy who has almost forty thousand subscribers on YouTube, which you know I have a YouTube page. I know how difficult that is. I have two subscribers, right? So, <laughs> um, so my question to Lucas is a couple of recent videos. 
Okay, so recently, so let's go back a little bit to the Kanye stuff. I know you made a video on Candace Owens. Just what is your whole your whole take on that on that that whole situation? On 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 Kanye? Yes. Uh, when it comes to Kanye, like I said, I, I don't think anyone's going to be you know uh, you know praising Kanye as the new conservative uh, talking man. Uh, but I think he's 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 done. Uh, I think the benefits outweigh the disadvantages is, is, you know, to mirror what I said in the video, because by him even putting that out there, you know, quoting Thomas Sowell of all, of all people, um, it brings about discussion. Now, I don't think it's a, you know, a worldwide discussion, because I think that's going to be tempered by the liberal media, which are going to obviously spin this as to him being a house, house slave or Uncle Tom or a coon. Um, but it was discussion within the threads. And I think, you know what, honestly, if we're going to be 100% honest, I, I blame... The, the, the Republican Party for the state that uh, that 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 we're in right now. Because the point in time, I shouldn't have to be called a coon in order to to defend conservative talking points. You know, I shouldn't have to be called a coon to say that hey, you're not disadvantaged, you're not disenfranchised, you can do anything that you put your mind and you work hard to. So, but it's 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 these things that have gone on that the liberal media has touted time in and time out of saying you know the party switched. Uh, you know, Republicans are racist on white people and stuff like that that have gone, you know, uh, people just let it slide. So the thing is, after you hear it so many times and time and, and time again, it becomes truth to many people. I think that I think that's the biggest problem. One of the reasons I like Jordan Peterson is whenever he does a debate or anything, he's quick to correct someone when they uh, take his words out of context. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's the biggest problem because I've, I've seen interviews on CNN or MSNBC where they say, you know, Trump is a racist. And the conservative person on the show will just let that slide. Or they'll say, well, Trump has said, you know, the Nazi members are very fine people and, you know, all immigrants are, you know, rapists and pedophiles and stuff like that. And they'll just let that slide. And by them letting that slide, that's tacit approval of what that person is saying is true. So I think that's the problem we've gotten into. And I think it's a bigger problem with the black community because liberals are, I honestly think that they're highly intelligent. Because you would have to be. They play for the long game. They understand that, you know, when you have put people, put blacks or Hispanics or any minority in positions of power, whether you have Snoop Dogg or T.I. or John Legend, when the time comes, there's going to be a time when they're going to need them. And that's what happens. When it came to Trump, what, what happens? We have, you know, Snoop Dogg coming out with his little music video of shooting, shooting, uh, shooting Trump. You have John Legend uh, supporting Hillary. You have LeBron James going to Hillary events. You have Jay-Z, Beyonce, uh, supporting Hillary, having her come to the concert. Now, imagine if that was flipped. Imagine if these people were Republicans, and then you had, you know, a Republican, uh, whatever, nominee come to their events. What would they be called? Coons? They'd be called Uncle Tom's. I think that's why liberals are so intelligent, because they understand that culture pretty much dictates everything. Mm-hmm. If you have the media, which they have a, a stronghold on that, you have a stronghold on the, the late-night talk show host, which isn't even comedy anymore. It's just propaganda. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a whole stronghold on the entertainment industry of the movies coming out, of the artists and what they say and what they can't say. So it's like there's so many things being being uh, against a black conservative, conservative, much less a conservative at all. So, I mean, then you have social media. Yeah, it's, it's cool that you get to play the game, but it doesn't matter if you get to play the game if the ref, you know, is against you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, common case with uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell did the same crime that Danessa D'Souza did uh, was charged five years for. 
What happened to Rosie O'Donnell? Mum's the word. No media coverage on it <laughs> for campaign finance violations. And donated more than the uh, uh, Souza. So it doesn't matter if we have these laws, if they're haphazardly enforced or selectively enforced. The same thing with social media or any other case. And I think, you know, I think that's a thing that's a shame that that's the point that we're at. But I think it's also a blessing that with Trump's administration that people are now seeing this. Because instead of instead of it being because of, a, you know, Trump's bad policies or Trump's administration, it's now an attack on Trump. Because when he even started the inauguration, they were talking about, oh, look at the crowd size. He's lying on the crowd size. And they spend that. They're like, well, if he's lying on the crowd size, what else could he be lying on? And then it went from that to the Martin Luther King bus. Do you remember the Martin Luther King bus? Oh, he removed the Martin Luther King bus out of the White House. Racist, racist, racist. And then it was one thing after another. And that's when I was like, okay, this isn't really an attack on his policies because he had just been in the White House for, you know, three days. This is now an attack on him. And that's what we've seen up until this point with the MS-13, him talking about animals. And they hate the man so much that they're willing to take the opposite uh, of this argument. We see, you saw the same thing with the flag. <laughs> and it's if he can you know, use this in a, in a manner that's, you know, uh, favorable to him, then, I mean, we're just going to see the, the lunacy play out all the way up until 2020 elections. Yeah, you know, Lucas, one of the things I think is so amazing about Trump is, like, as you, as you alluded to, the, 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 every, everything is rigged. The, the, the election was rigged against him, the whole thing, and he just keeps winning. You know, yeah. and, and like when he won, when he won the election, I was watching CNN and this, the, the, I forget the white lady's name who was on there. I think she's a conservative, but she made a point that I agree with it. Not only did he have to beat Hillary, not only did he have to beat the Democrats, not only did he have to beat the media, but he had to beat his own party. And he still exactly. won. And, he and these are winning. veterans. Well, these are, uh, are, are bombs. They've been in this. <laughs> the guy is great, man. Nobody could deny it. Oh, man. Well, what's crazy, though, what's crazy, Anthony, is, is if you look on the TV, when that happened, when he won, you mm -hmm. saw anchor, anchor, anchorman, uh, a, a crime on national television. It's like, wait, you guys aren't even going to hide your partisanship? Yeah. And that's what was, it was just crazy, because all this time, you know, during the eight years of Obama, all, the only thing I heard was Obama crapping apple pie and then him, you know, you know, getting the war for world peace or something like that. That's that's pretty much how the media was. Him being on late night TV show, late night TV shows, and them just saying how much of a Superman he is. Mm -hmm. That's the most conflict I heard during the Obama coverage of the eight years. We get in Obama, we get into Trump, and it's it's night and day the coverage. I mean, even Jimmy Carter stated that he's never seen anything like this before. So I mean, and then and then they saw what they tried to spin on Jimmy Carter. Well, Jimmy Carter's just looking for a position in the the Trump administration. And it's like, wow, okay. And the reason I started speaking up, because I understand if they can do this to the president of the United States, what's the difference from them doing to you or me? Yeah. I want, what, I want to get back to something you said with, like, Jay-Z and, and Beyonce and, and LeBron. So basically what you're saying is if you, as a black man, don't live up to the black stereotype, you're basically looked at as a coon or as whitewash, right? Yeah, absolutely. Which which is unfortunate because that's how it is. That's how it is with Hispanics as well. Like, if you don't dress a certain way or talk a certain way, like if you if you sound educated or if your Spanish is like real proper, like they'll they'll in Spanish they'll say like. Oh, he thinks he's like he's white now or something. <laughs> is, is, is it not crazy though? Yeah. I never. Heard, 
by them saying they think he's white when someone speaks proper English, I'm like, do you guys not understand that you're 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 pretty much saying <laughs> that white people are the greatest thing ever, best thing since apple, apple pie? Like that's that's a form of racism for you to say that because I speak proper English or I use grammar correctly that I'm white. Yeah. Like you guys, I don't think people understand the stupidity of that comment. <laughs> you remember, you remember on Fresh Prince. I don't know if you guys saw it. Where Carlton wanted to get into the uh, to the uh, sorority or the frat, whatever, and and yeah. The, yeah, the guy was like, "Oh, he dresses different. He talks different. He ain't mm-hmm. of us, so you know, he's done." Yeah, absolutely, absolutely remember that. Um, but you know, it but it doesn't matter. I think it doesn't matter because because the gatekeepers. Are the, are, is is what's dictating the narrative. And I think most people don't go when they hear a story about Trump or when they hear a story about Black Lives Matter or an incident that occurred, they don't go and research it. Either A, they don't really care for it, or B, they really just don't have the time because they have more pressing matters in their life. Or and they'll go on Instagram and they'll see a meme and they'll just automatically believe it. Yeah. And they'll just And they'll just run with it. And that's that's the crazy part, because the thing is, like I said, liberals know this. They understand how things work, how the herd mentality works. And the thing is, these are their platforms. So when it comes to, to such laws as hate speech or offensive material, well, guess what? That's dictated on the person who's implementing the law and their definition of hate speech or offensiveness. You know, Lucas, you want to know something I don't understand about liberals? It's how they've been losing for like two years straight and they still just think it's something wrong with everybody else, you know? <laughs> well, why do you think they don't, why don't they reconsider their position? Like you know, They think, I was watching it, it was, it was, a, it was a, what was it? It was like a, a panel debate on Bill Barnes and there was this black guy, she's like, we're, we're winning, we're winning. And I honestly think that's what they believe. It's the same thing that happened to the election. We're, we're winning, we're winning. <laughs> and and that, that's what it is. Then I realize that more and more people are like, what's wrong with these people? You know? We're talking about, oh, this blue wave is coming. It's coming. It's like, the blue wave. You know, it's it's funny because this is how stupid I think liberals are where, you know, the whole uh, shootings and all that. And they're they're saying, you know, hey, you know, we got to get rid of, uh, uh, you know, the NRA. We need gun control. If someone wants to do something... He's going to do it whether it's legal or illegal. It's like, you know, like a few years ago when weed was illegal, that didn't mean people stopped smoking, you know, or Coke is, is Coke is legal. And if you want yeah. to go down the street and you get it. So if you're someone that wants to go shoot up a place and you're like, oh, man, my local Big Five doesn't sell uh, rifles anymore. Well, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> it, it blows my mind because anytime someone brings up Chicago, what do they say? Oh, well, they, they get the guns from out of state. And it's like, you, you guys don't see the irony in that? It's illegal here, so they go out of the law and get guns elsewhere. And I'm like, you're talking about the same people who can get smartphones in prison taking pictures. You're telling me those people can't get guns on the streets? Exactly. I'm like, exactly. where is the like if, object a, like if a black like if a black market doesn't exist? It, it's just it's mind blowing, and it's like the only way for their logic to be if they were to follow that path of logic, well, we should just remove the uh, move uh, the guns. Well, you would have to go full con. How con was talking about removing all the knives? That's the only way. And it's like if that's the case, then what happens if they start using trucks? Are we going to have a truck ban? 
Like it, it, it just, it just, it's, it's, it's not a slippery slope. It's actual reality based on what's occurring right now. You know, Lucas, I know um, somebody that me and you both look up to. I saw you took a picture of him at a, a, a Republican event a couple, uh, like a month ago. Larry Elder. Um, Larry Elder, sage from South Central. The sage from South Central. You know, it's, it's uncanny how much me and that guy have in common. Like, you know, he was even saying, he was on Dave Rubin again recently, and he was talking about how he, like, he doesn't really consider himself a conservative, even though he, he accepts the term he's more like a libertarian. But he was saying mm-hmm. how, you know, he's not, you know, like like myself, I consider myself a conservative because I like, you know, at the end of the day, at certain key points, I, but you know, I am, but I'm not conservative, like on every issue, like issue for issue, like a lot of, you know, you know, let's say, I mean, like, you know, like people in the South and the Midwest, those type of, you know, they're conservative on every, like every issue. Are you conservative on every issue or just, you know, do you, you know, just overall? Uh, it depends on the issue, honestly. Mm-hmm. But overall, I am conservative, but it, 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 the thing is, the problem is what I see is, is that when people conflate conservatism with the Republican Party, that's not always the case in, in certain instances. It's the same thing with the, with the Democrats, with liberals, because as we see with the far left. So, uh, you know, it, it, it depends on the instance. It depends on the facts and the data of, of the issue. Because how I see it, I like to hear, you know, one side and I like to hear the other side. And I like to hear, the, you know, the facts and the arguments that they have. And let me figure out how I want to rationalize or reason you know, what I've come to, 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 to understand. Uh, but yeah. I think... Yeah, go sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty much it. Now, I was going to say, careful with calling yourself a uh, conservative, uh, rep- uh, you know, Republican. You might be uh, labeled a racist. <laughs> well, I know you're So, I mean, that's, that's not that bad. I want to play, if I may, I want to play devil's advocate just a little bit just a little bit now of course like you know i'm hispanic or whatever and anthony wilson can tell you on my snapchat all i do is bash my own people almost <laughs> like religiously I, you know i get a lot of heat from it and but on one thing that i i do not understand is that let's just for the um let's just assume that we get rid of all the illegals. That's fine. But who is going to do... Now, I know this topic is brought up all the time, but I want to get your, your opinion. I don't know of any other race or any other type of people that will do the jobs that they do. You know, like the the, the um, like if you drive by... So my, so my counter to that, because I've heard it before, I would say the people who were doing it before the legals got here. That's who would be doing the jobs. These jobs just didn't magically come up overnight. There was people doing it. But as a business, I see see it as a business opportunity. Because as a business, your main goal is to make a profit. So if I can hire someone who's going to cost me less and do the same work, then of course I'm going to hire that person. That only makes sense. Yeah, of course. Someone was asking me, you know, would you you clean a toilet or, or, you know, pick, uh, pick fruit or whatever? I was like, if I had to, if I was in the position where I needed a job and I was in short for cash, I needed that, 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 that resource, absolutely. But there's a thing that's going on where these people are prideful, especially within the black community. I was listening on Larry Elder where the guy, this guy was talking about black people don't want those jobs. And it's like, well, then you're going to lose because what's going to happen is you have illegals coming over here illegally who are working for less 
and becoming financially successful. And they're educating themselves in order to help their people out. So you, the person in a fight in a ring is always going to lose to the person who's willing to die in that ring. So they are, I, I, I give them credit. I give them all the props in the world. You're willing to, to suck up your pride? And I was talking to another person. Uh, it was an expanded kid. He was talking, I was asking, like, how do you deal with people just, you know, you know, say you, you, you're, because uh, he's uh, he was uh, he was in a, a restaurant. I think he was like a, a sous chef or something like that. I was like, I, don't people say stuff at you? Don't they demean you and talk crap about you? He was like, he was like, there's a saying in, uh, in Mexico, I don't know if it's in Mexico, but he was like, there's a saying. He said, uh, uh, get the last laugh. We, we laugh last. I was like, wow, that's a completely different mindset. Well, it's like he doesn't he doesn't care about you know people making fun of him or mocking him because he's gonna laugh last. And he was talking about how he's talking to his real estate agent. He ha- he already has a home, and he has his, he's doing his hustle. And it's like you can't I can't disrespect someone with that mindset with that with that that hustle and that fire because they're gonna win ten out of ten. And, and you I know, think that's yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's great. Like I, I absolute respect for everyone. Who's doing that? Who's doing these menial jobs? Because they're, they're in it to win it. That's the difference. You, you get other races who see it's like, oh, he's a, he's a janitor, or, or he's just you know on the this. I mean, you have people on the street selling flowers. I was in front of this guy, uh, and this guy, uh, it was this man, guy selling flowers. So he went, man, that's got to be a waste of time. He's wasting. Time. And the person in front of me bought flowers. I was like, holy hell! <laughs> I'm like, this is capitalism. You, you can't knock it. You can't be angry at them. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Do you? By all means. I respect the hustle 100%. Because, like I mentioned earlier, you know, my my parents came from nothing, but they actually um, they embraced the, the United States. They embraced the new, like, the new culture. And what, what pisses me off about my people, and this, like, this is the my biggest pet peeve about them, is that they're here for 30, 40 years. They don't want to embrace the American culture. They're at these rallies talking about they don't want to get deported and they want this, but yet they have a Mexican flag or an El Salvadorian flag or Guatemalan flag. And I'm like, you, anywhere else in the world, you will get killed if you take an American flag. Like, yeah. That is annoying honestly to me like my people like you know how are you gonna live here for 40 plus years and you don't speak a lick of english yeah i i hear you loud and clear because there's that that point of uh of assimilating you're absolutely right i hear you loud and clear and i understand that's why people you know want the border to make people make sure people are assimilated that they know the country that they're getting into and what we allow what we don't allow what our, our you know what our philosophy is of western culture but at the same time, hey, you, you have Democrats who <laughs> say one come all. So it doesn't. So I, I get that because it, it makes it hard for anyone who's not of Hispanic heritage, much less a white person, to talk about that because it's so easy to spin them as a racist. And look, so I mean, I think like you said, you mentioned that uh, I forgot what you said about it being a, a business. I kind of think you know, don't you think that all of this, like everything, you know, that uh, the, the whole Democratic ideology is basically it, it's a business like like you know the argument is uh, the argument has been made that Lyndon Johnson when he signed the Civil Rights Act that basically he was just doing that to secure the black vote um, absolutely you agree with that 
Absolutely, because it was showing that the, the right, the bill itself was it was was founded on another bill created by the Republican Party, but they knew it wouldn't get passed. Hell, this bill barely got passed, and it wasn't thanks to the Democrats. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's completely understandable because after that, what happens then? Say say because the next point that I see them making was was uh, was Obama. They were like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, they'll definitely secure that black vote with Obama. That's exactly what they did. The first, you tell me the Democrat Party gave us the first black president? That's, that's end of story. That's end of story. Of course, blacks are gonna vote with Democrat. It's, it's, it's a strategic move and it's smart. I can't knock them for being strategically sound. Yeah. Um, I have another question. Um, cause you know, I have a, my theory is basically that black people, or like they use victimhood as a crutch, basically, and that's why, like you know, like they really—I mean, the, 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 you know—that's the, that's their niche, kinda. Like I mean, like white people's niche is just that they're the most dominant culture. Asians, this, this is stereotypical, but Asians—they're just—they're the smartest. Hispanics are the hardest working. And to me, blacks—they look at their niche as being victims. Uh, what's your take on that? Mm-hmm. I, that's an interesting. That's an interesting perspective. I, I just, I feel like many blacks they, they feel well. I don't want to say black people. Many ignorants they feel that they they've been wrong, <laughs> yeah. and I get it though. But the thing is, it's allowing the circumstances to dictate your future, and I I think that's where where many are uh, they they lose sight of that. Yeah, even if you do believe. You know, you know the Tariq Nasheed uh, philosophy of you know the world is dominated by white supremacy. Mm-hmm. There are still blacks who who are who are making it happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if you do adopt that that worldview, it's still possible to, to to achieve success. Yeah. You know, you know, like it's crazy. I honestly think the reason why Hispanic people and black people it's hard for us to like become successful is because we don't support each other. Like it's like if you look at any other race, like Jews, well, you know, any whether it's religion or, or race, like Jewish people, Middle Easterns, white people, like they all Asians especially, like they all they all support each other. Right? So for example, I saw a cartoon once and it was a um it was a it was a black guy, black guy. who wanted a sandwich. And he goes to a Jewish restaurant and he goes, hey, how much is the sandwich? They're like $3. They're like, all right, cool. He goes to a white restaurant. He goes, how much is the sandwich? $3. Okay, cool. He goes to an Asian restaurant. Hey, how much for the sandwich? $3. Okay, cool. He goes to a black restaurant. He said, how much for the sandwich? $3. Ah, oh, come on. And he goes, ah, oh, come on, man. Like, you got to hook it up, man. Like, no, nah, man, that's too expensive. And he just walks away. So he was willing to support every other, you know, business but his own. But how I see that is people, the first thing many people do when they get a job is to see their boundaries, right? They see what they can get away with and what they can't. And the thing is what's happening in, in, in society right now is that people are giving them, they're giving the, the rope to hang themselves, you know, if someone's caught, you know, doing something legally and they get hit or, some, God forbid, something, you know, uh, horrible happens, well, then it's not the fault of the person who is doing the criminal activity. It's the, person, it's the fault of, you know, the officer or the person who tries to stop them. And the thing is, if the reason why that happens is that people allow it. Yeah. Lucas, uh, 
how do you see the midterm elections going? I don't see any blue wave. <laughs> Wait, could you repeat that? I said I don't see any blue wave. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, you got anything else for Lucas Gavis? Uh, no, I mean, you know what? It's like, it's crazy because I, I, I was telling, um, I was talking to Wilson earlier. And I was like, you know, I used to, I used to be friends with, with, uh, with Lucas, the, sorry, the amazing Lucas. <laughs> and, uh, I know he, like, he would always post stuff, but I know he would get upset because I guess people would report him. And then, so I stopped following him. So I don't know if either he's, he got a new page and I just never friend request or he, you know, blocked me, whatever. But it was crazy because I would always see, like, I would always see your, like, the things you would post. And I always agreed with you. And I would read in the comments that people were just always like, you know, <laughs> I guess they were just always upset. Like they were, they never thought, like you know, you being black, like you should take. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's exactly you're exactly right. It's that mentality of being a coon or uh, Uncle Tom or you know, or a sellout or something like that, and that's dictated by culture. That's what that's dictated by. You want to tell me if Snoop Dogg, Kanye West, uh, Chance the Rapper. Uh, John Legend and all these other fools, Lil Wayne and every, everyone else, you know, um, who's another one? All these rappers came out were talk, and, and were spouting the same thing, that that wouldn't change how black people view conservatism or how black people view Republicans. You, you can't tell me that. Yeah. Like, Trump could, liter- Trump could literally cure cancer, and they'll say, well, he said, you know, uh, grab women by the pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. You could get cancer, and they would spin it as to him wanting to, to ruin the medical industry, the chemotherapy industry. That's that's how that's what it's become. And I think that's why I say liberals are they're, they're intelligent because they're in it for the long game. They know culture dictates a lot. Yeah, I heard it perfectly. Like Trump, Trump could literally never win. Like if they ask him on CNN or MSNBC, "Hey, what are, what's your favorite shoe company?" And he says Nike. The headline would not say Trump likes Nike. It would say Trump hates Adidas. <laughs> or Trump approves of child trafficking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, he approves of uh, 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 sweatshops. Yeah, sweatshops. And it's crazy. I, I think, like, Le, Le, like LeBron, you know, sorry to cut you off, but like, you know how you mentioned LeBron and all these, you know, all these people, they want to talk about like how they're doing the right thing. And mm-hmm. but yet, you don't. I mean, I'm sure they know, but I'm sure they don't. They don't have trouble at night sleeping, knowing that the billions of dollars they're generating and the millions of dollars they're making is based off of uh, uh, children's sweatshops. Yeah, I mean, I, I, how I see it is the people on TV, the pundits, and you know, the, the talking heads. I don't have a problem with them. I don't have blame for them because you know they're getting. They're, Don Lemon's getting a paycheck at the end of the day. Whether or not he uh, believes what he's, he's saying, I don't think that's relevant. Because I think there's a lot of people who say a lot of crap that they don't believe what they're saying or sell uh, a lot of crap that they don't believe in what they're selling, but they do it for, for the paycheck. What I have fault in is people who are listening to this and actually believing what they say. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, once again, people aren't... People aren't analytical, you know, very, very tribal, you know, they refuse to think, um, you know, so it's, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm just glad that we're winning, Lucas, you know, 
because you know those this this I, 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 I don't know can I ask you I wanted to because I because it's something I've been thinking about like do, do you know when the um because you know like Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves but he mm-hmm. was a Republican and then you know but how did what is your because I'm I'm trying to I'm, I'm still trying to uh, figure that out. Like, what is your, um, like, because uh, I remember before, you know, when I was ignorant, I, I had this thought that maybe, like, the the Republicans used to look, the Republicans used to be like the Democrats, and the Democrats used to be like Republicans. I'm off there, though, mm-hmm. right? Lucas? Yep, I didn't hear the last part. I'm just, I'm just wondering if you knew, because, you know, I mean, I guess you could say during Lincoln's era where, where the Republicans, I mean, they were more what you would, I mean, traditionally call liberal and the Democrats, Democrats were more traditionally what you call conservative, or am I wrong thinking that, if you have an answer for that or a take on that? Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Um, this, I don't get why people get take uh, t- take up the switch, you know, the party switch and all that, because that, that's historically inaccurate. Okay. Um, I mean, even when it comes to black people voting Democrat, uh, you know, they started voting due to the you know FDR's New Deal. If you look at the polling and how they were voting, if you look at the numbers of that, that's when the biggest impact happened, and then the rest happened with the, the 1964 the Civil Rights Act. Mm-hmm. It's, I think, you know, once again, like I said, I blame it on the, the Republican Party. Like, the PR for the Republican Party is absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. Moment in time, you have people believe in such falsehoods that well, then there's a problem. But you know they don't do anything about it. Yeah. All right. I, well, I want. I want to. Um, I want to uh, make the last question right here for me. Um, there are, now. I know we were talking about left, right, Republican, Democrat, whatever. But what about the people? Or I want to get your thoughts, Lucas, on. There are people who say that it doesn't matter if this is all for show. You know, the real people that, you know, Trump is just a puppet. You know, he doesn't make um, all these, you know, executive decisions. It's the bankers. It's the corporations. It's the, you know, the, you know, whatever the 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 people behind the scenes. Like, do you really believe that, you know, Trump is just a puppet or Obama or Bush or whoever? You know, and, or what, what's your take on that? Well, it breaks it down. You, you have to, like I said, uh, there's a great quote uh, by Lionel's Nation. I don't know if you're subscribed to that channel. But he says, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy analyst. I think that's great. I think it boils down to, well, if Trump is a puppet, who is he a puppet of? You really have to break down what your argument is and then do the facts of what's happened. Do they, you know, uphold that argument or if there's holes in it? I don't know anything about him being a puppet or who he could be a puppet of, um, because what it boils down to is is the actions. I mean, people can say, oh, it doesn't matter, this and that. But what does matter, I'll tell you one thing it does matter, is law, because law affects all. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you think this or that. It matters what's when that pen hits the paper, what's put into action, what's law, what's the legislation. Yeah, you know, just in closing, I just want to say, uh, I remember there was a guy uh, in the New York Times, I think his name is Lionel Schreiber or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he made a, a comment about, uh, he said he said liberals have uh, ominously forsaken the, uh, the, 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 uh, 
the term liberals, uh, pro, pro, rather progressive, for, have forsaken the term liberals, uh, which means to be free, and they started calling themselves uh, progressives. And he said progressive just means to move forward, and you can move forward into a ditch, you know? And, like, and that's, that's you know, I, I feel like Donald Trump, these, these Hillary and Obama, you know, this these those type of liberals, they were on the verge of driving this country into a ditch that we would have never gotten out of, and Donald Trump came along, and he righted the ship for at least four years. I think it'll be eight years, and then we'll see what happens from there. But we want to thank Edward Lucas for coming on. The guy was on his A-game. He's a beast. He's unstoppable. You know, there's no way this guy doesn't end up being on Fox News probably sometime in the near future. Um, you know, so we want to we want to thank Lucas for coming on. Hey, uh, amazing Lucas, real quick, um, for people who maybe our followers don't know who you are, uh, if you want to maybe say what your YouTube channel is, maybe they, you know, a few people yeah, can check I, that out. You can check me out. The, the YouTube is The Amazing Lucas. Uh, the Twitter is I Am uh, Amazing Lucas. Uh, and that's, I think that's that's pretty much it. Your Instagram is The Amazing Lucas too, isn't it? Yeah, The Amazing Lucas on my Instagram. I totally forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Thanks, Lucas. Yeah, thank you so much, Lucas. Thank you guys for the invitation. It was Anthony, great. Antho will be sending the check uh, anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, wait for that in the mail. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, take care, Lucas. Bye. All right, bye.